Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things? You know, inquiries, contracts, payments. It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. I am so excited to dive into today's episode. It's a little bit more personal than our normal actionable episodes that we have around here, but last week we did a really fun recap of 2023 and then looking ahead at 2024. And one of the things that I shared with you guys was my word of the year. Now, you guys know I am not huge fans of word of the year because I feel like it can kind of put you in a box in a sense. However, I'm kind of obsessed with my word of the year. And the reason I'm obsessed with it is it because it almost feels like a roadmap of how to make decisions confidently in my life, both business, personal, family, all the categories. And that word of the year, in case you guys missed it, was optimize. Now, I want to share with you the definition, Webster Dictionary, of what does optimize mean? And it says that it means make the best or most effective use of a situation, opportunity, or resource. And I don't know about you guys, but that is what I am all about in 2024. So in today's episode, I'm diving into exactly how I'm optimizing the health of myself, my family, and my business. All right, let's dive on in. Welcome to the Millennial Mom Movement, a podcast that's all about redefining what it means to be a working mom. I'm your host and business BFF, Amanda Rush-Holmes. Each week, we dig deep and reverse engineer how to make money on your own terms. Get ready for inspiring insights, fun chats, and tangible tips to rewrite your success story. Let's dive on in. So when looking at my year as a whole, 
I like to break things out into three separate buckets because this is how I live my life. Now, that's not to say that the lines aren't blurred a little bit, especially because I run an online business and I'm working from home. And sometimes, guess what? There's kids behind me and my husband's in the other room, might be in the kitchen making dinner, whatever that looks like. But generally speaking, I really try to focus in on doing one of these things really well at a time. That also allows me to release a lot of guilt around doing any of these one things. And so those three buckets that I like to think about my life in are business, family, and personal. And so business is pretty self-explanatory, right? It's the virtual assistant studio. It's the agency that I run. It's the course that I support my students inside of all of the things. My family is my kids and my husband and then any immediate family that I have a relationship with. And I kind of group my friends into this bucket as well, just because a lot of times your friends are kind of like your chosen family. And then my last bucket is personal. And when I say personal, I mean me, myself, and I, I am the person that honestly, truly loves being alone. So focusing on who I am as a person outside of my family and my business is extremely important to me. So I'm going to dive into exactly how I'm optimizing each of those individual buckets and things that have sort of shifted. I've already started doing a lot of these things. And some of these things are new to me and some of them I've been doing for a long time, but I'm just focusing on doing them better. So let's start with what I'm doing to optimize my business in 2024. The very first thing that I'm doing, and I've already kind of gotten the ball rolling on this, I literally actually just hopped off a call with our brand new CFO, and she also has a bookkeeper as part of her team that comes with her services. And let me just tell you, if you want to focus on one thing that's going to move the needle in your business in 2024, it needs to be your financials. Now, I know that numbers aren't always sexy, but I beg to differ. I think numbers are the lifeline of a business because without cash in a business, it's like there's no air in the room. And so you need to have a really good pulse on how cash is moving in and out of your business to allow you as the CEO to make decisions. Now, you as the CEO, it may just be you. It may be you plus your virtual assistant, or it may be you plus a team of 25 people. Whatever that looks like, starting with the financials is extremely important. And so I'm really excited because I feel like our business is in a place where we are to a point where we need a fractional CFO because as much as I love the numbers and I love to hang out in that zone and I'm good at it, I also understand that one, two brains are better than one. So having a second set of eyes on this to help me with some of that strategic planning is going to be essential as we continue to grow and scale. Two, it takes a little bit of the pressure off of me. So if I want to go on vacation for two weeks, I know somebody's got my back when it comes to things like payroll and making sure people are getting paid and the money is flowing out of the business as it should. And then the last thing is, if it's something that you don't enjoy doing, then you should definitely offload it. Now, that's not necessarily the case for me. I genuinely enjoy being in all parts of my business. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some admin things I could probably be happy passing off. However, this is not one of them. So I'm thinking of hiring on a CFO 
more as an investment in the strategy portion of trying to get to the goals that I have listed out for myself a little bit faster this year. All right, the second thing I'm doing in our business for 2024 is streamlining our systems. Now, we had a really amazing episode with a friend of mine. I'll put the, well, you can go a couple episodes back, but she is a system strategist. And I feel like when I met her, it was right at the precipice of when I started to basically tear the internal side of the business down and rebuild it from the ground up. And if you're looking for somebody to help you do that, I definitely recommend going back and listening to that episode. But one of the things that my OBM and I have been working on is streamlining our systems. And when I say the name of the game is automation, I am not kidding. The question that I ask myself most often throughout the day is, How can I streamline this and how can I automate this? How can I make this so simple that if somebody, like I'm going to use my mom, for example, my mom who like generally understands what I do, if she came into the back end of my business and looked at this, she would know exactly what is happening, how to navigate whatever it is that I need her to navigate and how to get the result it is that I want her to get. Now that is easier said than done because (laughs) I was actually explaining this to one of my team members the other day. We were chatting through like a beautiful SOP process and we were kind of going back and forth and just spitballing about what this could possibly look like for this specific section inside of the back end of our ClickUp because that's the system that we use for our business is ClickUp. So we're chatting through this and the thing I told her was, do you remember when you were a child and I did this, so I don't know if everybody did, but in elementary school, one of the exercises that we had to do, I was in this program called like Accelerator or something like that. And so they would give us like these crazy exercises. But one of the things that we had to do was write out how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And some of the kids would just be like, slap the two pieces of bread together and call it a day. Well, When you go to create systems, it's kind of like explaining to somebody who's never picked up a knife and a jar of peanut butter how to create a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like you think it's easy. You think it's going to take like two steps. And in reality, when you really pull apart the pieces and break it down, it's a lot more complicated than you would think if you're trying to explain it step by step. So this is what we've been doing with our systems is essentially tearing it all down and rebuilding it so that it can be automated. And I'm not going to lie to you, it's a lot of work, but it's also kind of fun. And I think what's really cool about it is knowing that the long-term effects of that is going to continue to set us up for success. And it's that type of thinking that will allow you to scale your business. And when I say scale, that means you could take on 20 clients and not have any additional stress problems or pressure on your business overnight. And if your business is truly set up for success to scale, that should be super easy. Like 20 people should be able to sign up for your services tomorrow and it should be no big deal. If that's a big deal, then you have a little bit more streamlining to do. So a little homework for you. Okay. Number three, and this is something that I would say I've been working on my business since day one is elevating our client experience. And if I'm being completely honest, I think streamlining our systems 
honestly helps elevate our client experience because it allows us to really like put that cherry on top. We're not just like delivering a service and we're not just supporting them with their marketing. We're truly giving them a best in class business experience to the point where they feel so supported that they would never even dream of replacing us or going to work with somebody else or, you know, insert X, Y, and Z. And the reason that I'm doing that is because if somebody is willing to take their hard-earned money and their business and give it to us, then we need to show them the appreciation and the gratitude because there are a lot of options out there and they could have hired a lot of other people, but they decided to choose us and they're trusting us with their investment every single month. And I want it to be tenfold over of what they make back in that investment. So that is what we're working towards. And we're doing a lot of different things to do that. A lot of which I've mentioned on this podcast and a lot of which I'll continue to mention in future episodes as well. Number four, and you guys are going to laugh at this one, but I am into simplifying. We eliminated a good handful of our offers at the beginning of this year. And guess what? I had zero guilt about it. I actually was really excited. The idea to do less but go deeper with what we're already doing is exciting to me. So I'll kind of chat a little bit about that and maybe I'll even break that down into an entire episode of how to figure out what service offerings are working well for you, how to price those, how to hit your profitability goals, and when it's time to decide if you need to let go of a service offering or you need to add a service offering. And spoiler, we did both. So look forward to that episode. All right, so that kind of wraps up what we're doing in business in 2024. And let's be real, there's probably a lot of other things I could add to the list, but those are kind of the four main things. So let's switch gears a little bit and let's dive into the family section that I am optimizing because In my opinion, when I'm able to optimize each of these different areas of my business, they kind of flow into each other. So if my business is running well, then it, you know, my personal life, I can have more time for that and then more time for my family. And it's kind of like that old saying that a rising tide lifts all boats. Well, that is true of these three things because in my opinion, these three things are in one ocean, okay? So when that water raises, it's raising all the boats. And when that water drops, those boats are sinking. So just to paint a little picture for you. And also the reason that I am so passionate about focusing on optimization is because making a choice that is 1% better or 1% worse is insignificant in the moment. But over the span of moments that make up a lifetime, these choices determine the difference between who you are now and who you could be. And to me, that's a deal breaker. So let's dive into family. Now, I know I've chatted about this on the podcast before, but the number one thing that we're doing as a family is making a family budget and then getting excited about it. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. There have been times where we have sat down, and by we, I mean me, as the type A person, and we make this beautiful budget, and then we don't look at it for the rest of the month. And the end of the month comes, and I'm like, oh, well, we met this area, but we didn't meet this area, and so on and so forth. And honestly, it was kind of discouraging. 
So we decided to start using a tool. It's called Every Dollar. It's by the Ramsey Network people. And I love it because it hooks up to your bank accounts. So we have all of our bank accounts that we use and it feeds into this one app and I can quickly categorize our expenses very similar to how I categorize expenses in a business if I were like a bookkeeper, not that I do that, but the idea is very similar. But what's super cool is that all of your bills and expenses that you know, like let's say you always pay your mortgage on the first of every month and you pay a tuition fee for your kids, I don't know, every Friday, like I'm just making this up, then you can put all of that information into this app and it will actually tell you your cash flow week by week based on if you're on salary, this is perfect because you know exactly how much money you're going to be making each month. And then if you make extra, great, like that's always a win. And then you categorize everything of like, okay, I think, I, you know, my my uh, cell phone bill is normally this and my mortgage is normally this and so on and so forth. And then once you kind of go through your expenses, you can categorize, okay, I want to spend X amount of dollars on groceries. I want to save X amount of dollars. And it will literally tell you dollar by dollar, okay, you have 15 more dollars to quote unquote budget or hey, based on your budget, you're going to overspend by $500 or whatever the case may be. And it really kind of allows you the freedom to be able to say, okay, I know where every dollar is going. And then for me, as someone who enjoys like, you know, going to Target and buying cute things, I don't have to feel guilty about that because when I go to Target, I'm like, okay, cool. This is part of my Target budget. This is how I know how much I have to spend. As long as I stay under that, like I'm good. And it really simplifies my decisions and makes me feel good about what it is I'm doing. The other thing is it really holds me accountable. And this is another thing on the list, but our family is – we love like going on adventures together. We love taking trips and, you know, going and visiting a new city or checking out a festival or like whatever the case may be. But we also really love being home. And we love doing home projects and creating beautiful spaces in our home. And both of those things, well, they cost money. And so having this family budget allows us to say – we really want to take a beach vacation and we don't really want to have to stay at like a crappy motel. Okay, let's just put it out there. We want to stay at like this nice, beautiful Airbnb with like a pool and like we just really want it. It's feel like a vacation, if that makes sense. So we know that's going to cost X amount of dollars because we sort of priced it out and whatever. Cool. Now we know exactly how much we need to save each month leading up to that vacation and it's no big deal because it's carved out in the family budget money goes over where it needs to go inside of a savings bucket in our savings account. And then it's like exciting because it notifies us like, yeah, you're 75% of the way to going on your vacation. Or guess what? Like we saved money in this area. So now we get to put money, more money into that bucket or surprise, we made an extra hundred dollars. Like woohoo! now we get to like put it into this savings goal bucket. And it makes, it almost like gamifies it in a sense, but it makes it a lot more fun and it allows us to really prioritize what we say is our priority. I think it's so interesting because a lot of times people say, oh, I really value traveling, but then they don't travel. And they're like, well, I don't travel because, you know, it's so expensive and whatever, but they spent like $500 on eating out. And then you see, okay, based on what you say is your priority and based on where your money is actually going, your priorities are actually eating out on Friday nights. And that's where all your money is going. And there's nothing wrong with that because if that's what you love doing, then like kudos to you. 
But recognizing if those two things are in alignment and then putting them in alignment is really where the magic starts to happen because you start to feel like, okay, I'm in control. I'm living the life that I've always wanted, but I'm also creating it for myself. And that is powerful, my friend. Okay, the other thing that we're doing as a family is – This is actually really exciting. My husband and I started a business together. We did this, no joke, on like January 1st of this year. And so far, so good. We are having so much fun. Now, I'm not going to get into the weeds of what this is. And I honestly don't really know how much I'll share about it in the future. But all I have to say is it's kind of a faceless business. So like you would probably never find it on the internet and know that it's us, which I kind of love, but it's also really fun. And it's fun because it's such a passion project and it's fun because I get to do it with my husband. And so that's been really cool. We, you know, after we put the kids to bed, we've been working on that as opposed to like, you know, sitting and watching Netflix. Now that's not to say like we're not rewatching The Office while we do some of these things, but that's what we've been working on together and that's been really fun. Another thing, and I talked about this in my last podcast episode that we're doing in 2024 is batching home tasks and outsourcing the rest. So one of the things that we ask ourselves is, can I delegate this or can I eliminate this? And if the answer is no to both of those questions, then that's fine. We're just going to batch it out and move on with our life. But there are a lot of things that we can delegate or eliminate. And that has been kind of the name of the game. And this has been a mental weight that has been lifted off of our shoulders. It as well as like a physical, like we started outsourcing our house cleaning and a couple other things because at the end of the day, we value time with family more than we value the $100 it's going to take to do those things. And so this is, again, getting us closer to that dream life that we want. And do we have to make a sacrifice? Yes, we have to sacrifice by parting with that money. But are we okay with it? Absolutely. Okay, and then the last thing is committing to at minimum monthly date nights. So we're really bad about being like, oh, but we're going to go on a date night. It's going to be fun. And then we like never plan it. So we're starting with once a month, which I know some people are like, really? But when you have two young kids, it's hard to even hit the once a month. And so luckily, the preschool that my son goes to, they do a parents' night out once a month. So we're taking advantage of that because it's with the teachers and they make it really fun for them and like magical and they get to hang out in their PJs and watch movies and they'll, you know, order pizza and popcorn and just stuff them with junk food, which is totally fine because it's a one-off. But that's what we've decided to do. So during that time frame, we have been doing like really fun things like going bowling where we might try out a cool new restaurant or honestly you're you guys are gonna laugh but there was one night where no joke we walked through whole foods together after dinner you guys are like what is in the world but it was so fun because we got to look at every single like option and we were like coming up with recipes because we love to cook and stuff and it was like the best date night which is funny because we were at the grocery store but if you are a parent and you have little ones and you go to the grocery store with your little ones as I usually do you know that it's like game time okay you walk into that room or you walk into that store and it is like we have these 20 things on the list this is what we're getting we're getting in we're getting out before anybody starts melting down and yeah 
So <laughs> that was one of our fun date nights. If you guys need any more recommendations, I'm your girl. We also started doing at-home date nights. And uh, this is also like kind of silly, but it's another way for us to just connect and also not really spend any money. So we pick one night a week. This is usually like a Friday, not a week, but one night a month. It's usually a Friday or a Saturday. And we put the kids to bed a little bit early. We kind of get away with it because they don't really notice because they're little. And we turn off our devices, no phones, no TV, and we do something. So like our last one was we ordered DoorDash, which I guess that is spending money. But we ordered DoorDash. We got ourselves like a fun little treat. We sat on the floor. We lit candles. And we have this activity book. So we did like crosswords and like fun brain teasers and stuff like that. And we were laughing and having fun. And it was like the best hour and a half. And it was awesome. So if you're someone who's like, you know what? I can't even like carve out time to go have a date night or do a babysitter. I don't have access to that. No worries. Like you can do an at-home date night and still have so much fun and connection and it'll be well worth it. So that's been really good for us because I'm sure, as you guys know, if you are somebody who is a couple with little ones, it can be challenging to find time for connection. But there's so much value because when we're connected and we're on the same page and we're just laughing and having a good time, man, that pours over into our family so much. And honestly, it gives us more patience and allows us to really parent intentionally when we are having like intense family time where we're together for, you know, days on end or whatever. Okay, so let's dive into, now that we've kind of covered business and we've covered family, we can talk about how I'm optimizing my personal health. And I've chatted about a few of these things on the podcast, but there's some big changes that I've decided to make. And the reason that I've held off on a lot of these big changes is really because from a financial perspective, I tend to be on the frugal side. So I view spending money on these things as a luxury and I always kind of erred on the side of, well, it's not a necessity, so we don't need to spend money on those things. But I'm really trying to shift my mindset and think about the money I'm spending on these things as an investment in my future because as a business owner and as a mom and a wife, there's a lot that goes on just to keep up with the day-to-day, let alone adding on running multiple businesses and all these things. So I know that I have to be the very best version of myself if I'm going to show up in each of these sections of my life. And so this is what I've decided to do. All right, let's kick it off with the big one. The big one is that I started therapy. Now, I have always been a big proponent of mental health, but I've never gone through therapy on my own. I would encourage other people to do it, but did I do it myself? No. Why? Because like I said, I was nervous about the cost. And so what I did is I'll just break this all down for you guys. There's a couple different options when it comes to therapy and you're going to have to find the best option for you. But last year I started working with a mindset coach and in working with that mindset coach, I kind of uncovered some things that I was like, ooh, there are some things that I need to sort of heal that have happened in the past that I really want to work through so that I can continue to also do the mindset work moving forward. So I'm almost taking a hybrid approach and I know some people do one or the other and I'm kind of like, you know what, the more the merrier. So 
I have my therapist and I have my mindset coach. And I meet with my therapist as often as I want, which I love. I use the app Better Health, and that is how I found my therapist. And you guys have probably heard the advertisement on other platforms and stuff. That was literally how I found out about this program. And so I did a little bit of research, and I thought it was really interesting because there's a couple things I really liked about it. The first thing is when you first log on to the app, you take a very in-depth survey and you fill it out and then they're going to match you with the therapist. And you can either choose to go with that therapist or choose to be matched with somebody else. I loved the therapist that I was matched with initially. So I found that as a huge win. The other thing is I personally feel like the amount that I'm paying is extremely affordable for therapy considering how much access I have to my therapist. And what I mean by that is I can pop on the app and schedule a session anytime that I want. And there's a lot of options for the times. And then I just log on via Zoom or whatever. And I don't have to like go drive to a place, which is nice for me and my schedule because then I can just a lot of times I'll schedule our session for really early in the morning, like 6.30 in the morning before my kids even wake up. I come downstairs, I make myself a cup of coffee, and then I have a session and it's a great way to start the day, which sounds weird because most people in therapy are like, that was terrible. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, whoa, like that was awesome. Even if it's hard, it's like a good kind of hard. And I know that the hardness is forcing me to grow, and that's what makes me excited about it. The other thing that I like about it is I can message my therapist. So one of the reasons I chose my therapist is because she's an action-oriented therapist, so she's not going to just like sit and listen. She's going to like give it to me straight and then provide some action steps, which is really good for me and my personality. Everybody's different, so you're going to have to figure out what works for you if this is a road you decide to go out. But she'll check in with me throughout the week. I can quickly send her messages. There's a journaling section inside of the app. So I can do my journaling in there. I can even share those with her. If there's something that I was like, oh, this kind of came up for me. Like, let's just put this on the docket of like, maybe we talk through this, or I want you to be aware of this, or this is kind of where my head's at around this topic. And I'm only a couple weeks in, but all I have to say is so far so good. I would also recommend they have some financial aid options. So definitely look into that if you're somebody who's like, gosh, I would love to access these resources, but I feel like I don't have the financial support in order to do so. They do have that within the app. So that's been really great. So that's been life-giving and I'll continue to keep you guys updated on that because I think normalizing mental health is really important. And honestly, I'm kind of a believer that we should all probably be in therapy because you need somebody that you can talk to. Okay, the next thing on my list that I'm doing to optimize my personal health for success is seeing a functional medicine doctor to help me achieve optimal health. I'm still in the early stages of this, but I would love to do an episode all about functional medicine and not that I'm a doctor, I want to give anybody advice, but just my decision behind this and what I uncovered and how it's helped me. But again, I'm still in the early stages, so I feel like I can't really talk about this, but I did want to add it to the list because I feel like it's so valuable for so many people. Okay, the next thing is, this is something I'm almost like nervous to share and I don't know why. I recently started working with a pelvic floor therapist. Yes, that is a real thing. And it's kind of awesome. Because after having two kids in a short amount of time, and on top of that, prior to having two babies, I went through multiple miscarriages. So I've actually been pregnant seven times. 
in the span of five years, which is a lot for somebody's body to go through. So coming off of that, and now I feel like I'm to a place where I'm like, okay, my kids are little, but like they're not in the baby stage anymore. And this is something that I'm like, I need to get this in check, if you know what I mean. So working with a pelvic floor therapist has been just the best. Like if you're struggling with any of those issues, just do it. Just go. Like just this is my advice to you and permission. Like you will not regret it. The other person that I'm working with that I'm also, I don't know why I'm nervous to share this, but it seems like a little bougie. But anyways, I'm just going to share it because I don't care. I started working with a personal trainer and I have started seeing her two days a week. Now we've only been doing sessions for a couple weeks. So obviously like no results, but my main goal with working with a personal trainer is working with somebody. And this is like in the health and fitness space, not at like a giant chain gym, but genuinely they're through like a doctor's office chain that's near us. I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's like, um, somebody who's like been to school and had multiple degrees who understands health and science and is coming at this from a health perspective of understanding my history, partnering with my functional medicine doctor, and coming up with a health plan that is going to support my goals, which is really just to be the healthiest version of myself, to be strong and to have more energy so that I can like chase my kids around the soccer field. That's my goal. So I started doing that and I love it. It's awesome. She created a whole plan for me. And so I'm working the plan and so far so good. I'm that person that's in like, give me a roadmap and I will like be your A plus student. So for me, this works out really well because beforehand, I just didn't really know what to do. It's not that I didn't want to do it. It's just that I felt like I wasn't seeing any sort of results because I was kind of all over the place. And I was like, I just don't know what I'm doing and what's going to work and what's worth the effort and what's not. And so this gives me a lot more confidence to be able to have like a healthy lifestyle, which is really exciting. Okay. The last few things on the list is so simple, but honestly, one of my big focuses for optimizing my health is just simply drinking enough water. Okay. So I went out and I bought myself one of those viral Stanley cups that everybody has like 20 of, even though it was like $45. And I think that's silly, even though I work in the influencer world. And don't get me wrong, like they are really cute, but $45 for a cup is a lot. But I bought it because it's huge and it fits in my cup holder. So I'm drinking more water. And then the other thing that I'm doing is part of my functional medicine doctor is they have a nutritionist that will give you a specific health plan that will support the nutrients and the needs of your individual body composition. And so for me, what we're really focusing on, it's super simple, which is why I love it. Protein and not like artificial protein and not like just eating to eat because you need to eat, eat like a certain amount of fruit or whatever. Like, okay, how can we just choose protein first in every meal so that we're not spiking our blood sugar and then our greens, you know, something that's grown from the ground, some sort of a vegetable, something like that, and then your carb. And I don't really have to focus on the carbs because let's be real, those just end up in my diet naturally. (laughs) Your girl loves some bread and pasta. But the other two, I've had to shift my focus a little because if I'm being honest, I could probably be like a vegetarian and have no problem not eating meat, which is typically where 
things are really high in protein. So I've kind of had to get creative a little bit, but I found some options that I really like that are both meat-based and then also, you know, like plant-based too. And so far, so good. And I can really tell the difference throughout the day when I'm doing this correctly. And I'm not like overthinking it. I just create meals that I already like, but focus on the protein and the greens first, and then know that the carbs will naturally probably be in those because pretty much everything has some version of a healthy carb in it. So that's been really great. But throughout the day when I'm doing that, I notice that I don't get that afternoon crash and my mental clarity is there. So for instance, recording this podcast episode, I have a loose script that I'm following, but I'm able to come up with what it is that I want to say on the fly without having that brain fog because my blood sugar is stable based on the nutrients that I'm putting in my body. So there you have it. Those are all the ways that I am optimizing my business, my family, and my personal life for success in the new year. I hope that this was helpful and I also hope that this is encouraging for you to look at how can I optimize different parts of my life even if it's just by one person every day. What's one thing that I can do better than what I did yesterday? Maybe it's you're like, you know what? I'd really like to get back in shape. So I'm going to go on a five-minute walk. I'm going to go on a five-minute walk because I didn't walk yesterday. So yesterday I did zero minutes and today I did five minutes. So guess what? That's 1% better you're going to start seeing results time and time again. And that little tiny 1% is the motivation. It's the seed that you need for something to grow into a true habit and then eventually just become part of your life. Because I want for you guys to look back and be like, whoa, I don't even know that version of that person. Like I am so much healthier now at this age and stage in my life than I was when I was in my 20s. And for me, that's really encouraging. So hope this episode was inspiring for you guys. If you enjoyed it, feel free to screenshot it or send a link over to a friend and pass it along to them. And if there's an episode that you guys want to see in the future, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I am at Amanda Rush Holmes and I will see you guys next week. Bye for now. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.